You're listening to Bird Means Business, episode 19. Hi there. So if you're listening to this in real time, the world looks very different. It's unprecedented. States are on lockdown. Thousands of businesses are shut down. And there's a virus that's impacted all of our lives in a very real way. So it's a bit odd to talk about marketing, which will likely look very different for you small business owners right now. But I planned this episode weeks ago, and I really wanted to stick with the plan since I've gotten so many questions about marketing. And I really think that understanding the seven P's of marketing will help you think of marketing in a different way. You know, when most people think about marketing, they're thinking about just one of the P's, promotion. But your marketing is a whole lot more. So side note, this exercise, what I'm going to walk you through today, is actually just a piece of a much bigger exercise that I take clients through in my bird's eye view process. So if you want to be coached through a deep dive of the marketing in your business, Book a consultation call with me at birdwilliamsconsulting.com slash consultation. It's absolutely free. And we can kind of just get a sense of where you are and what ways I could help you in that regard. Just as some background, a guy named Jerome McCarthy came up with this concept of the four P's of marketing in 1960. And I remember learning about it in business school and undergrad at UT. And it was just really fascinating to me. I loved my marketing class. I remember my professor and everything. And more recently, there have been three additional P's added. So instead of four, we're going to go ahead and discuss all seven P's of marketing today. So the first one is product or service. So this is the good or service that you're offering to customers. This is understanding what needs does this product fulfill? What frustrations does it address? What makes it compelling to customers such that they really believe that they just have to have it? And also, how or why is it relevant today? How is it different from competitors? What makes it unique? When we launched the league back in 2013, for those of you who don't know, my husband Terry and I, we own a warehouse gym here in Houston, Texas called The League. Back then in 2013, like CrossFit was the huge buzz. But, you know, we weren't CrossFit. And I can't tell you how many times we had to explain to people Yes, this is a warehouse gym. It kind of looks like what CrossFit is, but we're not that. We have our own proprietary pack training format. And, you know, Terry had developed this format based off of his work with professional athletes in the off season. And he had this thought of, I wonder how I could just modify it to work for everyday people, work for the average show. I'm just so grateful today, looking back on that, that we stuck to our guns because it could have been really tempting to kind of just copy someone else and do what we saw everyone else out there doing or what we thought was like a cool fad. But we really believed in what we were offering the world and we saw the need in it. And I'm so glad we just kind of really stuck with it because today pack training has helped so many people in so many ways. And so that's just one way to think of your marketing, your actual product or service. What it is, is a piece of your marketing. It's going to differentiate you in some way. Okay, so the second P that we're gonna talk about is price. So this is what customers will pay for your product or service, and it takes into account the cost of production. So what is the value of the product or service to customers? Are there established price points for this product or service in the market? 
How will the price compare with competitors? Y'all, I get these questions all the time, questions around pricing. There's so many pricing guides out there, and I know it's just really vulnerable, almost like putting a value on what you're offering the world and putting it out there in the world and saying like, this is what I think this is worth. There are kind of just two ways that I tend to look at this. One is to kind of look at your industry or the market and kind of get a sense of where the value of your product or service kind of falls among the competition. So for example, like I said, we had our own proprietary training format called Pack Training, and there was nothing like it at the time in Houston. And it was high intensity interval training. It was circuit training, but we had a boutique studio fitness set up. So we kind of looked at, okay, there's 24 hour in LA fitness and their rates are super cheap comparatively. And then like they're the CrossFits and they were much more expensive. Like at the time they were around $180 a month. Whereas like a LA fitness was maybe like 40 or $50 a month. So we thought, okay, well, how do we want to position ourselves in the market? We don't want to be as expensive as CrossFit and we don't really think we need to be. So we priced ourselves initially at $120 a month. It was great. And over time we grew that price incrementally over time. So just side note, it's more ideal to start with something that you feel really comfortable with and grow over time, as opposed to like consistently lowering your prices, right? Because that's kind of signals a bad sign to the market. So that was our strategy in terms of how we priced our services with the league. Now, the other way to look at this is to just really think about how much do I need to bring in to make this work? This is especially true when you work in like an online business capacity or in a business where you're just kind of valuing your time and expertise. With Bird Williams Consulting, I took a very different route. I didn't look at the industry or the market and look at other consultants to see where I should price my services. I kind of just thought about like, what were my goals and what I need to bring in to be able to support my family? So you have to just really figure out what works best for you, but it has to make sense, right? What you can do is say, okay, well, I'm going to price my services five times more than what the market, you know, averages, but I'm not offering something in value that's five times more, right? So it has to make sense. But overall, it is okay to change your prices. But like I said, you want to make sure that you're raising them over time as opposed to lowering them over time. If you listen to episode three, which is every client is not a good client. I actually talk about how when we launched the league, we had a first class free and it was attracting clients that we did not want. We wanted clients who were committed to their fitness and not just coming for like a free class and not coming back. So we switched things up and it was a real game changer. And it's a great example of how pricing can really affect your marketing because it's going to affect the type of people you're bringing in. So check out that episode. It's a good one. All right. So the next P is promotion. This is all the ways you tell your customers about your product or service and how you then market and sell to them. This is what I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. This is what people typically think about when they think about marketing. So it includes your ads or PR, your social media. Maybe there's an email marketing or events, speaking engagements, a video series. This is really going to vary based on the business. But y'all, in 2020, you can get so creative with the different marketing channels you use. If you're a loyal listener, you've heard this story and you know that with the league, we're mostly word of mouth and social media, which is free and amazing. (laughs) 
So I want you to write this down because it's noteworthy. If you don't just think of your marketing as the promotion piece and you consider all the other piece, then you don't have to worry as much about the promotion because you're going to have organic growth. If there's a real need for what you're offering, people will experience it and tell their friends and share online, et cetera. When it comes to promotion, get really comfortable with kind of switching it up, testing multiple things and seeing what works. But this is not all that your marketing is. It's so much more. It's the product, it's the price, and it's the rest of the piece that we're about to get into, all right? All right, next is place. So this is how and where your customers will look to see your product or service and where it's actually sold. So I'm gonna break this down for brick and mortar versus an online business. So let's say first you have a physical store. Think about all of your senses, what your customer will see, taste. Maybe there's a sample you offer, what they're going to smell when they come into your business. If it's a spa, for example, I love the candles that they have going. It kind of sets you in the mood. All of that is associated with your place and is a part of your marketing. Every single time someone has told me that our gym smells so good, I want to do a cartwheel. (laughs) I was so happy to hear that because it was a gym. So things like, are your bathrooms clean? And really just how can you add value at each turn? And then think about the exact location where your customer actually meets the salesperson. Like, you know how when you're at a grocery store and there's all those magazines and gum and candy in the line before you check out, they're kind of trying to upsell you there. That's a marketing strategy right there in terms of their place. So really just trying to capture the client's attention when they're having to make the decision to buy, okay? And now for an online business, it's possible that with your online business, your website matters even more. Even think about like speaking engagements or workshops, because those are the best tangible ways for clients to really see what it would be like to work with you, right? Even if you have a consultation call or, you know, an introductory call or meeting, those are going to be really key when you have an online business and you don't have like a physical brick and mortar location because you're kind of giving the prospective client a sense of what their client experience would be like. Do they like working with you? Do they like your style, your vibe, that sort of thing? And again, you want to think, how can I add value at each client touch point? So that's every email or questionnaire or whatever kind of engagement they get with you, the packages on your website, how that looks. You want to try to add unique value at each turn. And then think about the exact location where the customer meets the salesperson. In this case, when you don't have a physical location. So let me give you like a photographer, for example. Let's say people can book directly from your website and they're like, wow, this is just so easy and seamless. Like, I love this process, right? So you're going to be thinking about when you have that first consultation call, what that process actually looks like. You're going to be thinking and like putting yourself in the shoes of your client in terms of how they feel as they're being navigated through this sales process, because that's going to bring them closer or further away from wanting to buy with you. So you don't just throw it together. It's really thoughtful. Your place has a lot to do with your marketing. Okay, so the next P is packaging. Note that how you brand your product and the features it has and the way it's packaged is actually a part of your marketing. So you've probably heard that You know, people form their first impression about you or your business within the first 30 seconds of seeing you or seeing whatever it is related to your business. So this is especially important for product-based businesses when it comes to packaging, right? 
we've all gotten like a really nice purse or a little trinket in some packaging that you just liked so much that you didn't even want to throw it away. You just wanted to keep the box around or keep the bag around because it was so cute. You know, all of these little touches matter. Think about a handwritten note, for example. That goes a long way. I've gotten, you know, gifts or packages where it's like the owner hand wrote a note and it just added a you know, special touch. And if you don't have a physical product, this still takes into account your graphic design and your branding, or maybe even like your uniforms for your staff. All of those things are signaling to people coming in contact with your business or your brand, you know, the standard that you have in your business. And it's all very impressionable to a potential client. Next is going to be positioning. This is kind of like, how does your business look to the world? How do people talk about your business? You know, how would others describe what it is that your business does? And this has to do a lot with your branding. So if you don't know what you want people to think of you, then this is going to be really hard to do well, right? You need to start with thinking about what is that message I want the world to think of my business, right? And then you need to be strategic with your branding and putting that message out. I remember Terry had come home from a trip to Utah and he'd met up with others in the fitness industry. And there was a gym owner there who lived in Utah and told him of a conversation that he had with another gym owner who lived in Dallas about how awesome the league's Instagram was. And it really just blew our minds because these are gym owners in completely different states. And the fact that they even knew about our business, better yet, that they thought highly of like our social media marketing was just wild, right? And I mean, that came with a lot of trial and error over the years. So I'm so glad that we've gotten to the place that we are, but it says a lot about like what people think of our business out in the world, right? Another example is once we had a friend reach out to us who's an Uber driver and he was like, hey, I was driving someone today and they saw my key tag for the league and they said, oh, are you a leaguer too? And they use that terminology. Leaguer is a name that we call our clients. It's like our fitness family. And again, it's just those conversations that are happening behind closed doors or away from us and how people are talking about our brand and seeing our brand has a lot to do with the positioning of the league. And that's super duper important. All right. So the final P is people. And y'all, this is my favorite. I'll be honest, people are honestly the hardest. They really are. But they're also the most important part of this whole thing. Because it doesn't matter if you have the perfect register set up where people buy, if your checkout staff is rude or, you know, indifferent. You know, a smile really makes a huge difference. It doesn't matter if your branding is great, if the people who are actually facilitating the process aren't fun to work with. You know, I really need to do like a whole episode on just this, on the team part, on the people part, because I could even go from like interviewing to training to onboarding a team. So maybe I'll do like a series one day, but y'all, I could just go on and on. But remember, your people are a very crucial, crucial part of your success. So invest there. And when you invest in your people, it's not just, you know, you investing into them. It's also you investing into you as a leader super duper important. So don't skimp on that part. Okay. So in summary, you see marketing is much more than just your social media. Social media is just one part of your advertising, which is a part of marketing. If you're wondering why your marketing, in quotes, efforts aren't producing much fruit, maybe it's because you're just focusing on one little part of it and you need to do a much, much deeper dive 
into all of the aspects of your marketing. So I mentioned, you know, my offer of the bird's eye view process. It's something I walk clients through one-on-one where we explore all the aspects of your marketing and you leave with like a really solid game plan and marketing strategy going forward. You can go to birdwilliamsconsulting.com slash marketing to learn more. And I'm really excited to work with you if that's something that you're interested in. But even if not, save this episode, go back and listen through all of it and just pause it after each P, after I explain it and just think about, man, how can I add value in my place? How can I add value in my positioning? How can I switch up my product to really solve a problem better? You know, whatever it might be. And just refine and fine tune your marketing because you want to be able to have a solid game plan when it comes to that. So you can kind of just hit the ground running and so that your efforts aren't in vain. All right. All right. I really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you like what you're hearing, please, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. Also, I'll be doing bonus episodes. So make sure to subscribe to Bird Means Business on iTunes and follow on Spotify so that you do not miss an episode. And you know, I appreciate it when you share with your entrepreneur friends as well. Tag me and share the love on social. I'm at Bird Williams Consulting on Instagram and Facebook. All right, talk to y'all next week. You ready for Terry's take? No. (laughs) That's the first time you've said that. Well, we're doing it anyway, brother. Okay, so this episode, we talked about the four P's of marketing. What? You know what a P is? The letter P? Like (laughs) L-M-N-O-P. Is that funny to you? Yeah. Okay, well, we talked about the four P's of marketing. Can you say product? Product. Price. Price. Promotion. Promotion. Place. Place. Packaging. Packaging. Positioning. <laughs> People. People. <laughs> Those are the People. Well, seven P's of marketing. It used to be four, but now it's seven and we gave them all a dat. Do you think you have the four P's of marketing lined up for your guitar business? Uh-huh. Yeah? What? I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do? Oh, well, then we need some work. Do you need to book a bird's eye view appointment with mommy? Yeah. Yeah. So we can sit down and kind of talk through your marketing and what your game plan is so that you're not just out here doing random stuff. Yeah. Okay. You're going to go online to birdwilliamsconsulting.com slash bird's eye view to book it? Mm, I mean, no, no way. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You said you needed, you said you needed to book it. So then why don't you go do it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So we changed your mind. Look at that. Okay, well, I hope you book your call so that we can talk through the marketing for your guitar business, okay? Love you. All right, can you say bye to the people? Bye, people. Always happy and never easy spice moment. And don't hit bye. I just want y'all to know, I don't tell him to say that. I don't know what that means, but it's just stay happy and don't hit. So it's just anti-violence and happiness, right? That's what we're all about. Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye. And also happy another easy experiment and don't take a break. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>